0: everyone welcome back to the district 3 podcast my name is Irvin. this is episode 154 um, today we're joined by someone who's actually been on the podcast before so she joins the group of people that have been on here twice um, hey. she is currently a candidate for the bentonville school board ward 3 um, she's the founder of Those locas also co-owner of Sugar Apple Baking Company, Blanca Maldonado. Thank you for joining us, Blanca. ¿Cómo hey, estás?
1: Irvin. Bien. Gracias por tenerme aquí.
0: It's been a, a long Dallas time School. since you've been here.
1: Yes, it's been a while. I The last time was super fun. Yeah. I actually kept up with Jessica and we're friends. Yes. Like, that's where I met her. It was like a,
0: a, yeah, like a friendship blossom from that episode. I remember yeah. I, you know, we would tell her, well, I don't think I didn't know you yet, but I think We've have seen each other on social media and like the yeah. vibe that you were putting out was really cool with those locals and everything y'all were yeah. doing. And uh, I just Appreciate had a feeling it. that you and Jessica would like get along great once you knew once yeah. you met each other. Yeah. And I feel That's like cool. that y'all still follow each other. I think that either she's supported uh some events that y'all have done locally oh, for sure. or shared. At least shared. You All know, of you guys have. I've always best.
1: felt the love and like your your willingness to share your circle of influence, the stuff I'm doing as well. I've always. Definitely. You know, and I I try to do the vice versa, amplify Mm -hmm. our voices. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're doing what we do.
0: Yeah. You're one of the biggest supporters that we have definitely on social media, like either uh, commenting or liking (laughs) our stuff or sharing it. So we really appreciate that because uh, there's a saying where a lot of the times, you know, when someone starts a business or has some sort of project, um, sometimes their friends, you know, don't support. And that's the time when we need our friends, yeah, you know, to support our when businesses. Yeah, that's we
1: need you to show out, come vote for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time <laughs> like, is like, even getting comfortable saying that um, has been a learning process through this campaign. But, yeah, you're right. Like, you got to show out for your friends just mm-hmm. like you show out for a new sneaker drop yeah or We're some starbucks because i'm the same way right
0: <laughs> or like that that uh what, what's that what's that famous starbucks drink that people talk about like the pumpkin spice latte yeah that's bu- that pumpkin spice I like latte
1: pumpkin.
0: <laughs> you're probably like in the in the minority i don't like it either but yeah. Uh, but
1: yeah i know what you mean
0: if you're gonna go pay for nine bucks for a pumpkin spice latte you can share your friends yeah
1: share their posts i get in your dms and harass you because i know there's <laughs> so much going on mm-hmm that, you know, it's not a thought, too. Everyone's living their own life, so I don't I don't take it too personal.
0: And sometimes you need to remind people.
1: Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm over here. Yeah, Share yeah. me, please. <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely. So, Blanca, where where are you from? Where did, where does your family come from? Or, or uh, were you born here in Arkansas?
1: I was born in Los Angeles, California. My parents immigrated here from El Salvador in the late 80s. Okay. And then they decided they wanted to move away from Los Angeles because it was dangerous. Yep. Been so there. we went, they were planning on going to Canada, Oh. and they stayed with an aunt in New Jersey, and that's where I grew up, in okay. Elizabeth, New Jersey.
0: Oh, I did not know that.
1: Yep, grew up in Elizabeth, New Jersey. I moved to Northwest Arkansas in 2007.
0: I guess I can see it now. When you're saying that you're from New Jersey, I can kind of see a little New Jersey, in you Oh yeah, I didn't <laughs> The even ego
1: th- comes out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so then, uh, y'all are just like us, just like my family, we're not specifically from here from arkansas but we made our way from here we have this ongoing joke where probably more than like 80 percent of, of the guests that we have in this podcast came from los angeles if, like some way like they started in in california yeah and then made their way to arkansas because a relative told them that there was jobs yep, over here that the, there was I, no gangs
1: yep no gangs it was uh, low cost of living mm-hmm. um at the time i was going i was looking at colleges i was in community college mm-hmm. and i decided I want to get away from the city. I just want to experience something new. And I have an uncle that lived out here. So I was renting out a room from his place and going to the U of A. And I said, if I don't like it, I could always move back. And here I am. <laughs> 2022? Yeah. Man, it's been a- several years now. I have a son now. Who was mm. born here. I have an Arkansas son.
0: <laughs> right, was born in
1: In Johnson, Arkansas They are always born in
0: Johnson That's like the place to that's be That's a great hospital Yeah, what's it called? Uh, uh, Willowbrook I feel like um, yeah, wh- Why is it that most um, Most of the people that I talk to That were born in Arkansas They were born in Johnson For some reason Is it because that it's, hospital it's is so It's a hospital
1: that's Specifically for pregnant women Okay And for babies Okay It's all That's all they do
0: I've been there, and uh, yeah, and I've, I
1: was like, "That's the hospital I want to have a in.
0: I think one of my nieces was born there, um, but I, I always found that interesting, and I guess it makes sense. I, I I've heard good stuff about that hospital.
1: Yeah. Also, the my gynecologist is right
0: there. Is, yeah, it's right next to it. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. I'm makes sure sense. they have
1: some type of affiliation.
0: Because I, I started thinking to myself, are people born somewhere else besides Johnson? Because <laughs> everybody that I that I talked to that was born here, like. They were born in Johnson, but I guess it makes sense to good. It's a good uh, hospital. Yeah. Um, so you seem to have a very entrepreneur spirit, Blanca. Yes. Um, you have, like I said, you found, you helped found those Locas. Now you're the co-owner of Sugar Apple and Baking Company. Where do you think that entrepreneur spirit comes from for you?
1: For me, it was from my childhood, my parents, they were always, they had their nine to five job, but they always had a side hustle. Mm. My dad would DJ at Quinces, and I was his assistant we were pulling the cables. Mm. Back then, we had CDs. I would go hand him the CDs. He'd be like, Pásame el merengue de Oro Solido. <laughs> so I passed him the CDs. Um, they were also into landscaping. Okay. And he had all three of us, all, the whole family would go. And we would be, you would see us making holes, mm-hmm. pulling weeds, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we had to do for. To make ends meet at home, mm. uh, my dad used to flip cars. Okay. He would, like, buy cars off of people, and I would help resell them. I was just sharing a story recently with some friends and told them how I sold a van with no door one time. Wow. And I sold it as, this is great for construction. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to worry about the door. Just oh. throw in your shovels. You throw in the paint. You could, like, mess it all up. <laughs> this is a good work vehicle. Yeah, yeah keep. It. And, and then, he bought it. Oh, man. I <laughs> know. So that's where it comes from.
0: That's so interesting because I feel like a lot of us, specifically like immigrant kids, we have all these stories of like things, different things that our parents did. Yeah. You know, we've, I've, my dad used to have an ice cream truck. We used to sell ice cream for a little yeah. bit, then we sold Mexican food for a little bit as well. We used to pick up uh, wood and like, like I, f- I forgot what the correct term is, but this like specific type of wood that you could like sell.
1: Yeah. I my dad used to work for a paper company, and they would have all these like ones that didn't make the cut like mm-hmm. just stacks of paper that this is trash it doesn't yeah. quality control and he would bring it home and i would take it to school this is like i'm in fourth or fifth grade yeah and i would take him to school and be like hey i got this drawing pad that <laughs> i could sell you so i would sell them mm-hmm. out my backpack too like all the type of stuff like that just i would see an opportunity to so it's in your money. dna then it's in your, yeah it doesn't come
0: as like a sec it's like second nature for you so it's not a big because you know some people are scared to like bet on themselves and to be entrepreneurs
1: yeah, it's it it's been a lifelong learning process. I'm not going to say that I'm the most like. I have moments where I am insecure, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's it feels second nature to me.
0: I think one of well, I know that you said that you have some feelings that sometimes you feel like you're insecure in regards to it, but um, you wouldn't think of it by what we see on social media. Yeah, you no, know, by like <laughs> for example, with those locas, the way that you promote, the way that y'all promote it, promoted everything. Like, from pictures to the quality of, like, the shirts that y'all would sell, all these different things. And y'all would even sell, like, stickers and stuff too, right? Yeah. So y'all would – and what we see is just, you know, something cool, something hip, and something that people can relate to. So yeah, have you ever you thought about that, that you're, proud of. that you're that you're very good at that, at, like, promoting?
1: Um, I'm hearing it more now. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I'm aware – I used to also do – a lot of that comes from – I used to be on the – Back in the day, we had something called a street team. Mm -hmm. So I was heavy into, like, I was a big fan of Alicia Keys. Mm -hmm. So I got to be in her production company, Street Team, back in the day. So a lot of that was promoting, like, trying to sell a T-shirt at a private show or stuff like that. So I knew I was good at it. I just hadn't leaned all the way into it. I put Mm -hmm. that on the back burner. Parents were like, you can't be going to New York City by yourself. (laughs) Una niña, (laughs) solita, taking the train. Mm -hmm. So that kind of killed it, and mm-hmm. I moved on to something else.
0: Okay. So. And right now, like I said, you're running for the Bentonville School Board Ward 3. Yes. Um, and how long have you been in the area? How long? How, in did Bentonville you, did or you? Northwest Arkansas? Um, both.
1: Northwest Arkansas since 2007, mm-hmm. and I've lived in Bentonville for three years. For
0: three years. Mm-hmm. And um, what made you uh, make the decision of running for office? Because I know sometimes that can be a – uh scary one yeah uh especially if you're doing it for the first time yes um is, feel is very vulnerable is there anybody that uh like asked you to because i know sometimes one of the things that one of the uh, the data that i talk about all the time is that for women it takes uh sometimes up to seven times mm. for someone to ask them and for them to feel like they should run for office well yeah. with a man you just ask him once and he's just like oh let's go ahead oh, and do it oh yeah, know, i
1: feel that yeah um it was always something I once I had Leo and he started going to school, I became more aware of the school board's uh, influence and what they do and their their role. So I said, you know maybe one day it's something that I would want to run if I feel the need to. Um, that was back in Leo's nine now he's in fourth grade so this is kindergarten pre-k. Oh, so it was like an idea, yeah. And sometimes I would say it out loud, and people would pick up on it. Then I be just became more aware of it and in tune with it in the news. And then my experience as like a translator for the—I've p- been a, a public school translator for the Rogers School District. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience there kind of gives me some insight. My experience as a coach—I'm a volunteer basketball coach for middle school girls. Okay. Um, and just seeing like the impact you can have mm-hmm. on building up these young ladies, yeah, that inspired me. Um, ultimately, the biggest reason was two years ago, I was, a, a family reached out to me that didn't speak English to advocate for them, mm-hmm. for an incident that happened at the school. Yeah, And it made me so angry, Irvin, mm-hmm. like the way they were dismissed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: step by step by step, this girl had an injury I am sharing the story. I got permission from the family to share the story, mm-hmm. so I don't want anybody to think that I'm an advocate that's over here flapping my lips. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you. I understand. But I got permission to share the story. So, she had an injury, and the school property. Um, they made it feel like it was. It felt like victim blaming. Mm-hmm. Um, they felt this. It felt dismissive. Mm-hmm. They asked me to come help. Ultimately, my goal was. They they're an immigrant family, so they mm-hmm. don't want a lot of noise. Yeah. So. I told them, I was like, if we don't get what we want, are you okay with going to the news? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, this is big deal. This is yeah. a big school district. And they're like, no, we don't want any, like, repercussions. Yeah. And I understood. My family, my parents were immigrants until I was in, I think they got their citizenship when I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So I understand that mentality. Yeah. So I was sensitive to it. But I told her, all right, can I figure out how to, like, I'm gonna have to make a little bit of noise. Yeah. With the school board, with the superintendent, I reached out to my contacts to best navigate that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's it was it's intimidating. Yeah. Like for an RSO officer to be like, it looks like it was just roughhousing. Hmm. Um, this is yeah. a girl. Hmm. This is not just roughhousing. She broke a bone. Like she broke her yeah. something in her foot. That's super dismissive. Yeah. And unacceptable.
0: Did this ever hit the hit the news at all? No, it didn't.
1: No, mm. we got it got resolved. I ended up having to. I spoke to Daisy Bonilla. She mm-hmm. helped me a bunch, like how to who, who to Shout go to, Daisy. what to talk. Yes, I had a good. I have a really good support system and resources that I I can text and be like, Hey, I'm trying to do this. What's the best way? Yeah. Um, my business partner Danny, she's a school teacher, and she was like, You know, there's there's handbooks, there's ways to go about it. She's, she she suggested maybe look into the lawyer. Mm-hmm. The school lawyer. So, I did that. I typed up a long report. I copied the principal, vice principal, all the coaches that were involved, the superintendent, all the school board members. And within 2 days they cut all the checks. Mm. So, sometimes I'm like if this is happening, yeah. How many more kids is this happening to?
0: And not only in incidents like that, but you know even things in like bullying. A lot of the times when pe- when parents will go and and try to talk to uh, school officials, school officials are very dismissive. Yeah. And nothing ever gets done, and then people aren't intimidated to say anything simply because you know a lot of times they're undocumented. Yeah. Sometimes they don't speak English. Right. Uh, all these different things. And then the school officials, sometimes even they contribute by making someone feel like they're not, like, enough to, to bring these kind of, right. of claims and stuff to them. You know, they'll yes. be very dismissive, and that can result in, like, negative.
1: Yeah, so uh, that that incident really inspired me to run because I, I kept saying, like, I'm outspoken. I am smart. I mm-hmm. can figure stuff out. I have resources. I can be a voice for Someone's other families like that, too, even if it's just educating, if the school board, if I'm doing is vote for me so I can educate you on why, what's the importance of school board? Yeah. My goal, I, one of the things I want to do is after a school board meeting, do like recap videos. Mm. Sam inspired that. Yeah. He does recap videos of the city council meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like them like it's quick. I get it. hits the issues that I want to talk about and I want to do stuff like that.
0: So. And it's innovative too because people aren't doing that. You know, I always think about when I see people specifically. I'm gonna use Springdale as a as yeah. a uh, example. Uh, people that are in elected positions like mayor or, or 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 city council and stuff. There's so much more that you can do to yeah. make sure that like the people that are part of the city uh, know what's going on. And it's not being done. It's like if you don't, their mindset's kind of like if you don't go to the meetings or if you don't see the the full two or three hour video yeah. on YouTube, then it's your luck, you know? But it's like, no, uh, people break that are elected positions have to do, That's, should do that.
1: Yeah, it's, people are busy. Yeah. And it's volunteer work. I volunteer to sit in these meetings and break stuff down and bring up topics that we should be really talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go green. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy to some people, but the uh, Bentonville Schools is the third biggest employer in the state of Arkansas. Okay. And we're getting more buildings built for all these new schools. The mm-hmm. population is growing so rapidly. Why are we not even going more green mm-hmm. and offset those costs mm-hmm. of the electric bill? Mm-hmm. A new building's going to be new electric bill, new this, new that with some solar panels yeah. and transfer that money to pay raises. Mm-hmm. So we can retain our we have great teachers in Bentville schools. Mm-hmm. And retain, keep those teachers here. Let them make, and make them have a livable wage where they can live in the city that they teach in.
0: Is the, I'm not sure if, if you know this or not, but like, I know that Springdale has the highest uh, teacher pay in the yeah. state. Is is Bentonville kind of up there? Or yeah, they, it's, it's high-ish, uh,
1: but I mean, inflation, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not keeping up. Mm-hmm. And the teachers Did you hear do. from teachers? About that, do you hear from teachers? Oh about yes, that? yes. Mm. Um, they, they, they raise our. They're basically teaching our kids every single day. We need to have the. Be- I want Leo to have the best opportunity with the best teachers. We yeah. have an. Um, we have amazing teachers at Benville Schools, mm-hmm. and they do stuff outside of teaching, not just teaching. They're, to make ends meet. To make no, they just do like they provide. They don't just teach our kids. They, they're aware of like socially, they're avoid of their emotions. Oh. You know, they provide other types of help too. Um besides but yeah, they sometimes also like do,
0: paying for school supplies probably on their own.
1: Right. They gotta pay out out of their checks. Mm-hmm. Um parents, I know myself when we get a list we make sure that we provide we provide um the supplies the school needs. But yeah. why can't we do more? Definitely why are we so li- why are we limiting what we can do or staying inside a box? Yeah. Like if one thing, vote for me because I see things differently. I have a different perspective. Maybe my entrepreneurial, like, brain can help our school, too, where I'm not thinking inside of the same parameters. Because mm-hmm. being part of being an entrepreneur, you have to be creative, too. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's – I feel like I can transfer that into different parts of my life, too, doing good. Or even in coaching, I get to be creative. Like, we have, we have our girls sometimes meditate to teach them how to calm down when there's a big play. Oh, wow. You know, you, g- you get to be creative. Why can't we be creative in, for the school district, too?
0: Definitely. In and in the Benville School District, like you said, is a very big um, district. I think, how many high schools do they have? Is it two? We have two. Two? Yeah. But they're really.
1: They're, they're huge. Yeah. And they have,
0: even for, like, athletics that and stuff. That
1: was one of the one of the things that intimidated me. BHS is in my district. Mm. So I was like, whoo I had to get over that one, Mm -hmm. so. But you're right. I did get asked several times by several women if I was going to run for school board, and it took, it took almost Irvin to like the last minute Mm -hmm. for me to say yes. I was literally shaking, filling out the paperwork to get on the ballot. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But I was like, I, if I'm not scared, I don't know. I'm used to like being scared of doing new things. I'm used to like I know the process. I have this big idea. I'm processing it. And then when I'm finally following through, it scares me, but I get I get to it. Just so like coming to this interview, like, I get yeah. nervous.
0: And I think, so in order for you to be barrier-breaking, you have to have, you have to go through experiences where you as an individual that's taking in these leadership opportunities uh, or, you know, is, is, is um, doing something like this, like running for, for school board. It's uncomfortable, yes. but like you have to, you have to get past, you know, being uncomfortable in order to make progress. Yes, and and I know that you know this, but um, you know, even when I ran, you know, when I went to go sign my paperwork in Little Rock, yeah. I was the only Latino yeah. in the whole building. It was just full of uh, mainly white people, yeah. white men, uh, yes. and looking at you weird, looking like you're an alien or something. Like, what is this person doing here? Right. You know, like, and
1: then there's like some type of. I felt like. I don't know um, look or feel that you mm. have to have when you're a politician, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm gonna be myself. I'm here in the track jacket. I'm here in my you Air should. Forces. You like <laughs> there's always gonna there's be there's nothing none, none of this is gonna indicate I'm still a good person. I mm-hmm. have a good heart. I have some integrity. I yeah. have drive,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I just want the best for the kids. Yeah, my son's gonna be in the Bentonville school system. This school district. He's only in fourth grade. He's got a long way to go. Eight more years. Yep. And I want it to be a great experience. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep.
1: And I feel like I can help get us there. Mm-hmm. stay, Keep us there. Because Benville is a good school district. Mm-hmm. And I just want to keep us on that path. The Dr. Debbie Jones, the superintendent, is really great. Super smart woman. And has been, I mean, since she's been there. There's the Ignite programs. There's, like, I just recently saw a post about different like a job fair for trade schools and stuff like mm-hmm. uh, cdl drivers okay. stuff like that because not every kid is going to go to college yeah you know there's different pathways so i want to keep it going that way definitely keep it innovative um be a voice for people that don't feel comfortable speaking to someone on the school board on the current school board is there or any the folks? administration
0: is there any any uh people of color on the board right now at the moment
1: no there isn't no there's one woman
0: mm-hmm. Wow,
1: but this whole school board, Benville school board, all of us a lot of them are up for election. They're okay. not going back, so okay, there's a lot of movement going on.
0: room okay. for new blood to come in.
1: yes and, and and you gotta you gotta look up your candidates because mm-hmm. there's some some sus stuff going well,
0: on. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that, so um I think I saw you post something about how uh, this school board, not just your race but uh, all the races were getting, like, some national attention. Yes. Can you talk about are, that?
1: Yes. So there's – one of my opponents is being endorsed by the 1776 Project PAC, mm. and they are a national group, and their agenda – they're creating these problems that Bentonville doesn't have just to get their, their, oppo- their person elected. Gotcha. Um, and it's scary. Like, mm. it's the same group that was – Funding the school boards in Florida, and we saw what happened there. Gotcha. Um, they're going heavy after trying to say, like, they want teachers to just do one one job, to just teach. I'm like, great, but you don't create curriculum. school yeah. board doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. So why are you talking about this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the state. The state says the curriculum. Yeah. Um, what else were they saying? There was something about they're wanting – what they, they, what they
0: talking about? Critical race theory? Is there, oh are, my God. Are they are they, they mentioning don't even that? teach that in are the school. Are they schools. mentioning that?
1: Yes, uh, they are. Like, that's that's the college course.
0: They just be fear mongering folks yes, for no reason.
1: For no reason. Like, the schools are great here. I
0: okay. was I got into an online th- argument, debate with someone who was telling me that they were teaching critical race theory, I think in Rogers or Benville or something like that. And I told them, I was like, okay, where? Yeah. What's the teacher's name? Or yeah. wh- what class? Let me know so I can reach out and like confirm. Right. No, they didn't have that info. They're no, they're just assuming and, and creating fear for no reason.
1: They're just cre- creating like the national chatter and bringing it mm-hmm. to local elections. It has nothing to do with us.
0: Mm-hmm. How many opponents do you have? Two. Two. Okay.
1: Yeah. okay. Are my races with three people.
0: And what does campaigning look like for you? What do you do in this I'm race? You're not, are you knocking on doors?
1: No, I'm not okay. knocking on doors. Mostly in the beginning was out of fear mm. because fear of just putting myself out there. Yeah. I don't I don't think, Benville's cool. I don't think there, anything's going to happen to me. Yeah. But, like, getting over that, finding my voice mm-hmm. and being okay with, like, speaking up. Because um, I can speak up about other things, but personal, more personal stuff. It feels real private and vulnerable, like yeah. my thoughts, mm-hmm. you know? But I know I was comfortable sharing them on Instagram, on social media. Now this is, like, the next step. Gotcha. Do it publicly, do mm-hmm. it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it. Or do you feel? So w- right now, a lot of it is reaching out to people I know and asking them to share their stuff or in our circle of influence. I have signs out. There's been a lot of local businesses that have supported me, I've so seen I've that. thought about spaces where people get together and constantly and big groups. Um, so I've, that's another way of thinking outside the box. Yeah. I mean, I mix it with some residential. I love the support in neighborhoods too, but I'm also thinking of where do you go eat. I want you to see my sign there, too. Yeah. Um, You sit there and have coffee at Airship. Vote for Blanca sign is there. Mm. You're buying a book at Two Friends. They're supporting. The the local communities and businesses are supportive. Um, Capriottis, you go get a sandwich. You see my sign there. Go get some stuff at Hillfolk. Mm. With Be Apple, you see my sign there. Like I really appreciate the community support. And I'm reaching outside of just Bentonville. Like I reached out to you, mm-hmm. um, I'm reaching out, because everybody knows somebody yeah. that I might know somebody that lives in Bentonville. Yeah, we all have different connections. Yeah, we, we all have area. different circles. So that was my approach.
0: Okay. And um, your election is coming up at the same time that all the other uh, early voting is. So can yes. you tell people the dates? Of so voting?
1: early election starts on October 24th. Um, so set a calendar take your friends, take your family, go get lunch after you go vote. Make it fun. And the general election is November 8th. November 8th. So put that in your calendar. I know we all live off our calendars. (laughs) Make it a priority.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so you're running for, uh, like once again uh, reiterating, Benville School Board Ward 3. For the folks that are listening that maybe haven't made up their mind yet as to who they're going to vote for out of these three people, uh, if you want to just give a quick spiel on why you feel people should vote for you
1: um i feel like you should vote for me to empower my voice empowering my voice empowers the voice of several marginalized groups it brings new perspectives to the table um new point of view i feel like i'm an approachable person to be on the, on the school board for our community specifically i know we're a small percentage in bentonville 11 percent, but we're growing and we deserve to have a voice too and I feel like that for all the marginalized groups, we should all feel like we're empowered. So that's why you should vote for me.
0: Sounds good. Well, if you live in Bentonville, anybody in Bentonville can vote for you, or how to ho- no, it's in vote. my district, district okay.
1: three. It's mostly like the downtown Bentonville area, some space over there by BHS. Mm-hmm. Um, do
0: you have, have, have a map of it on your social media yet, or do you? I will
1: post the map. Okay. I don't have a map, but I will post the map.
0: That way, so people can go see. Because sometimes, well, I, I'm not gonna say sometimes. A lot of the times, people don't know what ward they live in
1: oh uh, yeah i don't no. either I didn't, i'm learning i'm learning yeah. all this because i was like oh who would i vote for yeah and i didn't i mean and it's right now it feels super uh club cluttered because it is with the midterm elections for arkansas for the governor the state yeah, governor yeah, yeah. so it's not just our school board mm-hmm. it's state elections as well so yeah. like it's so important for our collective voices to be heard yeah not just vote for me go find the people like chris jones you mm-hmm. know go go find Go find the good people that deserve to be in those positions that, and they're going to advocate for you. Yeah. We hire them. This is mm-hmm. this is my interview to get voted, you yeah, know?
0: Definitely. So, so
1: And hold them accountable.
0: Yep. We, we, if, if, you give, if you give someone your vote, like, you have the, um, not only the obligation, but you also just have the moral responsibility to uh, hold the person accountable yeah. because they're, in a way, representing you for because you gave them your trust by yes. by voting for them,
1: and also like if you don't vote, you're be, you're saying you're okay with someone else making your decision.
0: For real, you and, know? There's, like, and there's a lot of folks that want to vote and they can't because of their because of their immigration oh, status. For sure, you know? I know so, a lot of people like that too. So, take,
1: so even you don't have to be Spanish speaking to vote for me. Mm-hmm. You just have to be somebody that wants to see everyone's voice heard. Wants yeah. to see us keep moving forward and staying innovative.
0: Definitely. And uh, if you're in Ward 3, um, once again, just want to remind you all to vote for Blanca Maldonado, um, who's running for Ward 3 of the Bentonville School Board. Um, elections are coming up. The first day of early voting will be this Monday, and it goes all the way till November 8th. So make sure that you support her. Follow her on social media. Also, you're on Instagram, on Facebook, it's everywhere, everything. right?
1: Yeah. I just, I've, Real quick, before we finish, I just want to say thank you, Irvin, for inspiring me all the time just by you speaking up and doing shows like this and thank you and being in the community i know we don't talk every day but i'm following Mm -hmm. you and same there's there's people in the community Mm -hmm. doing stuff out here and that i I grab inspiration from and you're one of them
0: Uh, i appreciate it i grab inspiration from you too um like i was telling you before we started this interview you know we need we need more people that are out there representing our community uh, whether it being through entrepreneurship, you've done that now through elected office, you're doing that um, so all these different spaces that we have to you know we have to be a part of and we have to um like create space. I, I don't like that word create space I know. it's really cringy for me, but um we do need to create space it, yeah, because that's the only way that we're gonna change things. That's the only way that we're it's gonna almost have.
1: Capaz. Mm-hmm. I mean whoever's listening out there, if you're doubting yourself, just do it. it is capaz. Reminds mm. me of that
0: movie, um, <laughs> what's that movie, uh, Stand and Deliver. Do you remember oh, that movie? Oh, yes, I remember that. And it says con ganas.
1: Con ganas, oh no, you all the, the same. I always use that and I'm Ponte like. Ponte las pilas también. Yeah, I, I hear that's. The internal voice, my mom's. Our parents talking to us. <laughs> yeah. Our ancestors
0: talking uh-huh, to our us. Our ancestors. Well, thank you once again, Blanca, for yeah. making time to be here. It. I'm excited for you, and I think that you have a big chance of winning. And I th- and I know that if you win, you're going to create such a good positive change in the Bentonville School District, and I'm excited to see that happen. I appreciate so thank it. thank you. Thanks, Irvin. Everyone, that was episode 154 of the District 3 podcast. My name is Irvin. Signing off. <laughs> i uh-huh.